0: Oh shit. Are you serious? Welcome back to another episode of Ironically Serious. It is your host, Taylor Torres, and today is a motherfucking good day because Drake just released a new album, and you better believe I am going to be listening to this album on repeat for the rest of the year. Today is a little mini episode, and it is from my newsletter if you're not familiar with my newsletter I've been sending out this newsletter for over a year we're on edition number 63 which is crazy to me I originally started this newsletter because I wanted to build my email list for my business but I didn't want to do the typical marketing tip every week or business related topics I just I I get so many of those emails and they get this they get boring it's the same thing they're stiff they're redundant and I was like how can I connect with my audience and build my email list in a way that is true to me but also something that people actually want to read. So over a year ago, I started sending out one email a week. It started as... I would say like entrepreneurship tips and, you know, kind of resources and tools. And then all of a sudden I kept telling more and more stories. And what started as these short two, three-minute reads turned into these 10, 15-minute stories where I now have thousands of readers, almost 1,500 subscribers to this newsletter. And it's become one of my favorite, favorite marketing tools that I have. Not only is it challenging actually sitting down and writing long-form content. I think as the digital entrepreneurs that we are, we're so used to writing short content, right? We write captions, we're trying to write short sales pages, getting our message across with as little words as possible. With long-form content, kind of that era of blogging, it's a totally different ballgame. And it really challenges you creatively. In my writing, I've noticed over the past year, my writing has gotten so much better by writing these weekly newsletters. And they've now become something I I just look forward to every single week. And all of my subscribers really enjoy reading it. And so I recently started voice recording the newsletter and sharing it. And so every now and then I will bring one of those voice recordings over to the podcast if I'm like, oh, this is a good one. It needs to go on the podcast. And this week's newsletter was too good to leave out. So without further ado, this is edition number 63 of Earn After Reading. I made a ballsy move. last week I did something I have never done before. No, I didn't forgetfully wear a metal thong to the airport and set off airport security or embarrassingly raise money to start a vintage Etsy shop only to completely flop. Been there and done both of those. Buckle up, because I haven't sent a newsletter about business in a while, actually, since I shared that exact Etsy business flop back in July. But before I share what I did that has me simultaneously freaking out and also waltzing my way to my zone of genius with my big girl britches on, let me give you some backstory. Earlier this summer, I experienced my first ever crippling identity crisis as a business owner. Let me tell you, it was brutal. This was the first time in my business when I've had the serious thought and series of follow-up thoughts and actions to support it of shutting my business doors and walking away from the entrepreneur lifestyle. AKA, I was ready to get a real job. For those of you who aren't familiar with my story, I started my tiny virtual assistant business in early 2019 out of complete necessity because of the wild place in life I found myself in. To be honest, I didn't even call it a business then. It was the truest form of a side hustle. No website, no packages, no branding, no strategy. I didn't even have a name. In November of 2018, I quit my job working as a bartender at a strip club upon finding out I was pregnant with my son. Within a few weeks of finding out about my pregnancy, my world went from late nights, champagne showers, lots of tip money, to sitting at a desk at a startup SEO agency making less than $12 an hour. Did I mention I was pregnant (laughs) and I was only 23? The story is better though. Baby daddy and I, shout out Josh, I love you, we had only been together for exactly three months and we really had only known each other for a solid four. It was a ballsy move for sure. So this reality of my life dawned on me that very soon I would have little control over my life, financially for one, but really over my time. I felt every sense of urgency to find a job making at least my nearly non-existent salary at the SEO agency so I could stay home with my baby. It was all I wanted for my son. I needed to be home with him. And the idea of returning to work after his birth to an office full of eight men who quite literally panicked at the sight of my seven-month round belly made me nauseated. In my mind, there was no other option than to make my side hustle work. So as the story goes, I secured my first VA client in April of 2019. By that October, I put in my notice at my job just weeks before my maternity leave was to end. I air quote maternity leave because it wasn't actually a leave. I took off four days from work after I gave birth and immediately returned back to my laptop. The one thing I would definitely do different in another go round would be taking a true maternity leave. So I told myself I would quit as soon as my income was at least equal to this job. And I left guns a blazing with a solid two thousand dollars of stable monthly income from my less than handful of retainer based clients. Fast forward to today, I've pivoted more times than I can count, and to date, I've hit 500K plus in revenue with this one-woman team. Woo! You could say I'm pretty damn proud to have that accomplishment on my roster. So now that you know the quick two-minute rundown of my business history, let's circle back to that looming issue I mentioned earlier, the identity crisis. In my nearly five years, I've always felt I was in the right place in my business, working towards the right thing. Don't get me wrong. My vision and ultimate end goal shifted constantly throughout these five years, almost as much as my damn hair color by this point. But through all those changes, I always knew I wanted to continue being self-employed and keep moving forward until suddenly I just didn't. I'll be honest, I panicked. This identity crisis had me in a chokehold. I was so convinced I needed to leave entrepreneurship that I threw myself into anything that would prepare me for that leave. I was scouring jobs daily. I was working with a trusted peer who was coaching me and entering the corporate world. I was revisiting my resume. I was even paying for LinkedIn premium. (laughs) They really got me with those extra spy features like, yes, LinkedIn, show me who looked at my profile. So, I told myself I would take job hunting slow so I could simmer in all my feelings and figure out what the fuck I wanted to do with my career. And things continued moving in Chanel and Lee, my business, because it's my job. I was still booking clients, I was still bringing in income, I was still building connections, but there was just something missing this sense of unfulfillment, a sense of lack. I pondered, I meditated, I had conversations with my loved ones and trusted friends. I researched and I finally came to the conclusion in September, as in literally a couple of weeks ago September, it wasn't entrepreneurship that was giving me the ick. That's far from it. What I was really lacking was a challenge. I've mastered a lot in my business, but I realized that as an individual, I thrive on a challenge. I thrive on roles that allow me to morph and grow and pivot and ultimately instill change much bigger than me. So while this space has done that for me more times than once, it all started to feel stagnant. During this time of questioning, I went to a trusted friend of mine in a true full circle moment, this friend who happens to be that exact first client who believed in me in early 2019 and hired me as her VA. We now have a beautiful friendship and business partnership that I'm eternally grateful for. She went from a client to a real in real life friend. We love that for us. We voice note nearly every day, and she'd been following this internal battle of mine, giving encouragement and feedback as it progressed. And one day she said, what about consulting and mentorship? Why have you not offered this? My heart skipped a beat. Trust me, I had thought about it more times than once. I just feel this immense responsibility and passion for investing my time and energy, my brain power and experiences into other people's visions. But for some reason, full-fledged consulting, becoming a mentor, I all of a sudden felt small, not experienced enough. The list of reasons why I couldn't do it could go on. The imposter in me was screaming. I let the thought settle and I realized consulting had always been on the horizon. It wasn't the first time I spent real energy rolling the idea around my brain, deciding if I could really do this. I let that fear fill me up because fears always misplace energy. I let all the thoughts come and go. What if I just suck at this? What if no one actually wants to work with me? What if I fail? And then I said, fuck it. Forget the outlines and the offer suite strategy and the sales page and the Dubsado workflows. There was an itch that needed to be scratched and there was a calling that was long overdue. So what did I do? I hopped onto my Instagram stories, the platform where I feel most connected with my audience, and I spoke it into existence. I very candidly, as I usually do, said I felt called to consulting. This five years of expertise was simmering, and I wanted to release a beta offer for a three-month mentorship. I even added the cheeky swipe up to DM me for more info. (laughs) All of a sudden, I had over 10 messages that said, Taylor, tell me more. What is this all about? I need to know. If you know me, you know I'm a great saleswoman. Hello, bartending days. But there was just something about this that wanted me to be honest, real, and not the normal online saleswoman I've become. I wanted to show up without all the extra stuff. Just a businesswoman with a passion and years of experience wanting to pass it on to the next dreamer. A lot of voice notes later, I secured four three-month consulting clients in less than 48 hours. Trust me, I'm shocked. Let me be completely transparent here. I told myself I'd sell this offer for $1,800, three monthly payments of $600, and if my audience booked me, and if it proved successful, I'd release this next year in Q1 in true online fashion. Sales page, price increase, you name it. In the matter of a few days, I went from having a conversation with a friend to securing an additional $7,200 in income for the quarter and diving into a three-month partnership with four incredibly talented business owners who invested in themselves and who trust me to be a part of their growth. Cue the tears. The point isn't the income, but I feel I could record an entire training about this intimate sales process in the DMs versus going the traditional route of launching this offer live. The point is, I listened to my gut. All signs were pointing here, but I'd always been too scared, too intimidated to go for it. I always thought offers needed to be wrapped up in a perfect shiny bow before they're released. Hello, that's the Dubsado client experience expert in me. I've never once launched a high ticket offer on my Instagram stories and simply sold through my DM voice notes. But you know what? People want what you have to offer, and they don't always need the extra frill. When you're made for something so fully, it will feel almost effortless when you finally take the plunge. Most often in business, we get hung up on the execution, the how, the when, the where, the who, the cost. But let's not be mistaken. When you stay true to your vision and you listen to the calling of your life, You don't need to have everything figured out to make an impact and to feel aligned. You don't always need the perfect business strategy. You don't always need the detailed eight-week workout plan. You don't always need the sales page or the funnel or the coach. You don't need to read that book or invest in that course or wait till you have that many followers. Sometimes you just need to say, fuck it. And do it with nothing but your fear redirected to your genius, your fiery passion, and your people. And then watch as your visions unfold. I'm shocked at what can happen when we push through the grit and push through the I don't know what's next and listen to the calling when it knocks on your door. Maybe there's something you've been sitting on an idea, a business, a project, or even just a new offer you can't seem to get out of your head, but you've been stuck on the execution. You've let fear and imposter syndrome hold you back. I'm giving you the permission, or maybe just a simple reminder you needed to hear to just go for it. Go for it with full force, full passion, and full trust in your path. What's the worst thing that could happen? You fail pick back up, try again, or or you go for it and it's bigger and better than anything you could have imagined. If no one has told you today, I believe in you. Now go out there and make that ballsy move. Show yourself some love today because you've earned it. As always, Taylor Torres.